Hi, this is Bob Williamson. Guns and Bibles. I returned home from the doctor's office, and without thinking of it, I laid my handgun that I carry with me at all times on top of my Bible. When I came in my office later, I noticed my 9mm Browning semi-automatic handgun sitting atop my NIV Bible. (laughs) I thought how odd that it looked to see a menacing-looking weapon sitting atop a Bible. Then I mulled it over in my mind and came to the conclusion that it really wasn't that odd at all, considering the dangerous times in which we live. It reminded me of former President Obama a few years back going around the country trying to drum up votes, and he deeply insulted small-town Midwest working-class voters decimated by job losses. The presidential hopeful said they get bitter. They cling to guns or religion or antipathy to people who aren't like them or anti-immigrant sentiment or anti-trade sentiment as a way to explain their frustration. His smug, elitist attitude didn't sit well with me. I'm not bitter, but I'm very frustrated that God-fearing people are being targeted by the likes of him and his liberal buddies. Two Old Testament biblical heroes... Nehemiah and Joshua, Nehemiah and Joshua come to my mind as to what approach should be taken in these dangerous times in the history of our country. The situation that Nehemiah found himself in did not appear to be much different than some of the challenges we face today. There were evil people who were determined to stop God's work which in this case was rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. Nehemiah loved the Lord and was entrusted with the rebuilding project by God, and he intended to get it done, and he did. His approach was not one of just standing aside and watching God miraculously construct the wall and allow his enemies to stop construction. There was work that needed to be done by him and his people, and there were enemies who were defiant of God that did not want the wall built. It was a dangerous job, but he knew God was with him. He could have easily abandoned his belief system and cowered away hidden in his home, or he could put his faith in God and get the wall built. He put his faith in God and had the courage to move forward. Nehemiah chose to serve God no matter the consequences, even when he got word that his enemies were going to violently try and stop it. Those who were rebuilding it were then instructed by Nehemiah to use one of their hands to work and the other hand to hold a weapon. Nehemiah 4.16. And from that day on, half my men did the work while the other half held spears, shields, bows, and armor. The officers stationed themselves behind all the people of Judah who were rebuilding the wall. The laborers who carried materials worked with one hand and held a weapon with the other, and each of the builders worked with his sword strapped at his side. Joshua faced similar circumstance when he was spying out the promised land for Moses. He trusted in God and knew that they could be triumphant with him at their side. 
The majority of the people, including 10 other spies, were afraid, but not Joshua. I take the same stance that Joshua took when he uttered the now famous words in chapter 24, 15, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua, one of the two spies who encouraged the Israelites to proceed into Canaan despite the giants that lived there, firmly made his stand. His bold statements to the Israelites were intended to mark who will be following God in service and who will continue the treacherous path of serving false gods and who would boldly be serving the Lord. As for Bibles and guns, I take Nehemiah and Joshua's approach. I will work for the kingdom of God with a Bible in one hand and a weapon in the other. I'm not advocating violence or vigilantism. However, I will not stand idly by while someone tries to shoot me or hit me in the head with a pipe or invade my home. The current state of our country is chaotic, with anarchists, most of whom are anti-Christian, destroying what they can and beating to a pulp people who have different views than theirs. If one supports our president or dares to say that all lives matter, they're in many cases putting their lives in danger. We must put our faith in God and realize that there are bad people who want to physically hurt us and even kill us. Thus, we need to protect ourselves. Many of you, in fact, the majority of you, may not share my viewpoint on this. That's your decision, but as for me and my family, we'll serve the Lord. And in my view, guns and definitely Bibles may be needed to prevent enslavement and the destruction of our freedom, and especially including our right to worship. I pray it doesn't come to what could amount to a civil war, but we cannot allow our love of God and our beautiful country to be destroyed. I remain optimistic that a remnant will engage in a great work to restore sanity, wholesomeness, civility, and the love of God to our country. Many will oppose it. But John nailed it in John 4.4. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. 1 Corinthians 16.9. There is a wide open door for a great work here, although many oppose me. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening.